Hello everyone, Deacon Allen here again. Uh, we're going to go over our exercises for Unit 5. Uh, looking at the drills, uh, translate, these are on, on, we're on page uh, 46 and 47 of our book. Um, looking at the drills, obviously, again, I, I can't stress enough and I will stress over and over again, consequently. Um, writing out all the forms so that although doing the drill is a bare minimum, uh, um, writing out the, the various forms of the verbs and the nouns uh, so that you can uh, have them down cold is always best. This is all first conjugation. Um, so ambulamus, we walk or we are walking. And so if you're going to change the that as obviously first person plural, so if you're going to change it to first person singular, you get ambulo. All right. Um, so let's move on from the drills down to the exercises and look at these. And we'll kind of run through the first few and then maybe skip, skip a bit uh, uh, just to, to get through them. Um, the first one, you should all know this, obviously, because we say this in the Mass, right? Sanctus, 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 Dominus Deus Sabaoth. Uh, uh, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. That is, of course, is, is understood. It's not actually stated. Um, and uh, uh, it's actually a, a statement from uh, the book of the prophet Isaiah when he has his vision of heaven and the, the uh, seraphim are uh, calling out to each other uh, this uh, thrice holy uh, and sabaot is, of course, that, a Hebrew word um, that is usually translated as, as, as Lord God of armies or God of hosts. Um, in Latin, sometimes you haven't learned the word yet, but you'll get, sometimes it'll be literally translated into Latin. And so you may get Dominus Deus uh, Exercitsuum. <laughs> um, but uh, 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 here in our book, we're just using the Hebrew word, sabaot. All right. Um, Apostolos Christus vocat. Christ calls or is calling. It's the present indicative active. Uh, the apostles. Notice um, uh, our word order here, because that was our one of the things, key things that we covered in this chapter. Um, if we were the natural kind of default word order in Latin would be sub would be subject object verb, but again Latin is very fluid and so you can put things in any order you want, but if you do so you're emphasizing something or calling attention to it. So if we were simply saying Christ calls the apostles, uh, the natural word order would be Christus apostolos vocat. By putting apostolos first, we're kind of emphasizing that just slightly. I mean, it doesn't really change the meaning of the sentence, but it makes the apostles the focus of the sentence. So Christ calls the apostles, you know, um, uh, is, is uh, what is implied here just by the word order. Um, number three, in Misa, Populus Dei Dominum Laudat. Okay. In Misa, in the Mass. Um, and Misa is an interesting word. Um, the only place where Misa comes up 
in the mass itself <laughs> is at the dismissal, because that's what it means. Ite, misa est, go, uh, you are dismissed. <laughs> this is the dismissal. Um, and, uh, and so we are Christ to the world. We are sent out. Uh, uh, but in Christian Latin, there, misa takes on that meaning, especially when we capitalize it like this, meaning the mass, uh, our, our, the source and summit of who we are as Christians, our, our, our sacred liturgy. So in misa, in the mass, um, populus dei, the people of God, dominum laudat, praise or are praising uh, um, the Lord, right? Uh, when we're parsing a longer sentence like this, again, uh, look at, I like, I find it uh, helpful to look at the verb first, because that's going to tell me who's doing what, and whether it's plural or, or, or singular. And it doesn't really matter in this case, uh, in this particular sentence, because all the nouns in this sentence are singular. But when you see that I've got a third person uh, um, a singular um, noun, I know that I'm looking for, or, or a third person singular verb, I know that I'm looking for a singular noun as my subject. And here the I might have been surprised, or might have thought Misa, if it didn't have the macron over it, I might not have noted that it was uh, ablative, but of course with in in front of it, it's pretty obvious. Um, but populus is clearly our subject. And so I can say, oh, the, the people are praising. What are, whom are they praising? The Lord, because that's the only noun here that is in um, the uh, accusative. In Misa, okay, that kind of sets up where they're doing it, uh, and, the, and then Dei, of course, modifies populus, the people of God. All right, that's, I've kind of gone into more detail on that than we probably need to do. It's pretty straightforward, I hope. Number four, malis viris, dona non damus. Okay. Um, when we look at damus, this is uh, our verb, and uh, that's you know first person plural. So we give non damus. We do not give. Okay. Dona. Remember, donum is uh, neuter, so its plural is going to be dona. Um, non damus dona, we do not give gifts, malis viris, to bad or evil men, all right, to wicked men. Number five, in via domini ambulamus, we walk, ambulamus, right, or are walking, in via domini in the way of the Lord. Okay, and this is that sense of ambulamus, which of course literally means to walk, to put one foot in front of the other, uh, but it has that sense of living our life, you know, in, a, in an ordered pattern too, which is the same way we use it in, in English, right? Um, here's a good one. Merito dominus collaudamus, sanctus enim et bonus est. So here we have two independent clauses. They're joined by a semicolon, but also by that, that uh, post-positive um, uh, enim. 
uh, in here. So, um, merito dominum coladamus. Okay, thinking merito, well, that's our adver uh, adverb, um, rightly, you know, I mean, we can see in English merit, right? So it's, you know, meritally, that's not a word, um, but with merit, perhaps, it, you know, it's almost like a, I mean, you could almost think of it like a, 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 a an ablative, you know, with merit. Um, dominum coladamus, uh, we praise, and I hear that, colaudamus is one of those many things we'll see in Latin with a verb with a preposition in front of it to intensify it or to uh, change its meaning slightly. So in here, we can say we praise, we are praising the Lord together. Uh, we rightly pray, are praising the Lord together. And then that's one independent clause. The next independent clause introduced by enim, uh, sanctus enim et bonus est, uh, for... Uh, he is holy and good. Uh, enim is a little weaker than nam, which is another one we could have used. And it's always post-positive, which remember that means it's always, ne it's never the, the first word of its, of its clause. It always has to follow something. All right. Episcopus quoque pro ecclesia deum invocat. Uh, um, so what's our, you know, obviously, we look at, well, actually every now and then here is singular, so that is not, but if we look at invocat, we see, okay, well, that, that's a, a, a third person singular, and episcopus is, our, is obviously our, our subject. So uh, the bishop, right, um, also, quoque, also calls upon or is calling upon God, Deum, is in, is in the accusative, pro ecclesia, on behalf of the church. Right. Number eight, Dominus populum a malo semper liberat. This is that uh, ablative of separation, a malo, uh, uh, which goes with a verb of loosing, like liberat. Um, so the Lord. Dominus, amalo, from evil, semper, always, liberat, frees, populum, the people. And the people, a people, <laughs> that wouldn't be right. We could say, have understood him here, his people. So the Lord is always frees or is always freeing his people from evil. All right. Let's go on and just do like... Uh, um, uh, do the, the even ones from here on out. So, discipuli cum apostolis operant. Uh, operant, of course, is going to be in the plural, third person plural. And so, yep, discipuli, there we go. There's our subject, and it's plural. So, the apostles, or I'm sorry, the disciples, cum apostolis, with the apostles, operant are working or work with the apostles. So the disciples work with or are working with uh, the apostles. 12. Oramus pro mundi vita. Here's our verb, oramus, right? Uh, we pray or we are praying pro mundi vita. 
pro, okay, wait, note, note that vita is our noun in the ablative. So pro vita mundi, for the life of the world. Oramus pro mundi vita. Now this one is a perfect example of what I was saying about Latin word order being very fluid. The more natural default word order would have been something like pro vita mundi oramus. But by putting mundi before vita, we're emphasizing mundi uh, so that it's the life of the world. And oramus, by putting it in the first spot, we're emphasizing it as well. So how would we put this into English? It's like, um, we are praying for the light, for the life of the world. Okay. So that word order in Latin, even though you're saying things exactly the same, it's almost like you can, you don't even need to, you know, in English, we might have to, because our word order is, is so set, we'd have to get this with italicizing and underlining and <laughs> but in Latin uh, you can uh, you can do it just by word order. All right number 14 Stellam in cello famulus laudat. Uh, famulus again that means one of the many words for servant or, you know and this kind of more uh, has the sense of household servant uh, rather than like a field hand. Uh, the servant praises. Okay, so um, famulus laudat, praises or is praising, uh, stellam, that's our, in, our, in the accusative, so uh, is praising the star in cello, in heaven, in the sky. Number 16, merito enim Christum filium dei collaudas. Okay, merito, rightly, um, you, singular, praise, collaudas, praise uh, exceedingly. Now, remember in a previous one, we had, uh, in, in number six, we had collaudamus, and we meant praise together. But here, since we're dealing with a singular, that doesn't make any sense. You, singular, praise together. Wait, what? How many of me are there? Um, uh, so this is an example where... Uh, that doesn't mean praise together, but it means praise exceedingly. It intensifies it, even though it's the same, you know, construction. Um, so, merito uh, enim Christum filium dei collaudas. You right, you singular, rightly praise or are praising exceedingly Christ, the Son of God. All right. Uh, number eighteen, nunc benedicti sabatum consecra. Nunc, now, benedicti, those who are blessed, right, or the blessed, um, consecrant, make holy, consecrate, are making holy, sabbatum, the Sabbath. So, now the blessed ones uh, are making holy uh, the Sabbath. All right, and let's do 20. Ecclesiae donamus et pro populo operamus. Ecclesiae, 
thinking, oh, is this like churches? No, this is going to be in the data. Okay, so keep that in mind. So, uh, and, you, and if you so if you start going word by word, you're thinking, oh, ecclesia donamus. Wait a minute, that doesn't work. Donamus, we give. Oh, to the church, right? That's a dative of, of, uh, uh, of you know, the, the uh, um, indirect object, right? Give to the church. Um, we give or are giving and for the people. Okay, et pro popolo. Um, operamus, we work. We are working. So, uh, how do you know? I mean, it, it seems that you, to the church we give and for the people we work. Uh, we work for the church. We we work. I mean, we could we we give to the church and we work for the people. I suppose that's fairly literal. Um, all right. Moving on to section two, ad deum oram. Uh, we uh, we pray to God. So to God, right? Ad deum. Remember, ad takes uh, the um, the accusative. So ad deum oramus. We pray to God. Uh, I suppose we could say Deo Oramus, and just and uh, put it in the in the uh, uh, um, in the dative, and rather than but if we use odd because odd always takes the accusative, even though it has a meaning of two in this case, um, uh, uh, ad Deum or Deo, right? God gives life to the world. All right, what's our subject? God, Deus. Um, our direct object, vitam, life, mundo, to the world, dot, gives. So that's a very standard default Latin word order. Deus, vitam, mundo, dot. Good men always praise the Lord. Viriboni, good men. I suppose if we treated men here as uh, just kind of a word for, we're not specifically, viri would be like sex specific, men as opposed to women. Um, but if we were just talking about like good people, uh, we would just leave boni, the good, right? But uh, viri boni, dominum, uh, semper laudat. So uh, would be how I think we would put this together. So good men always semper. Uh, praise, laudant, dominum, the Lord. So, and if we're following a, a, a kind of default Latin word order, viri boni, donum, dominum, semper laudant. Number four, our bishop consecrates the water and the wine. So our subject here we want is episcopus noster, right? Our bishop. Uh, and then we know our verb is going to be consecrat, but in Latin word order, we're going to put that at the end of the sentence unless we want to emphasize it. So then we have the water and the wine, aquam et vinum, or you could say aquam vinumque. Um, uh, um, so episcopus noster aquam et vinum consecrat. Four, five. Um, God rules in heaven, the Pope on earth. Okay, so here we've got two uh, independent clauses. Um, 
God rules in heaven, Deus in cello regnat. Okay. Um, Papa in terra, with regnat being assumed, right? The Pope on the earth. Um, number six, here's a, if you know the old mass, this is the first uh, line of, uh, of the last gospel, which was said at pretty much every mass. Once the mass was concluded, the priest would go to the gospel side of the altar and, uh, and say the uh, first few verses of St. John's gospel. And so this is the very beginning of it. In principio erat verbum. In the beginning, in principio, erat was verbum. The word. So now again, this word order is different from our default. If we we're going with our default form, we might say verbum in principio erat. Right? It would mean the same thing. But St. Jerome, in translating it this way, is actually following the Greek word order, en arche en holos, um, in principio erat verbum. All right. And then number seven, the people rightly praise uh, the Lord of life. So rightly, we have our word merito, and again, that usually kicks off its clause. So merito, with merit. Uh, rightly, um, populus, the people, uh, and then let's give a, let's get our direct object is the Lord, dominum, but what is this the Lord? This is the Lord of life, so dominum vitae, and then our verb for praise, laudat, so merito populus, dominum vitae, laudat. All right, very good. Um, that uh, that concludes our our, uh, um, our exercises. Uh, on Sunday, we're going to be dropping Unit Six uh, for the podcast here, and there, gosh, we're going to be introducing uh, the um, the present indicative active of the second, third, and fourth conjugations. So a lot more verbs. All right, um, and. Uh, uh, and then we'll, we'll just continue, continue moving on from there. Um, God bless you, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.